In this episode of My Wax Museum, Emma Entz tells me all about her family traditions. Have you ever had duct tape building competitions with your family? Me neither, but I might start now. Emma also shares her love, or maybe obsession, with Christmas, which works out well because we are already working on a Christmas special. That's coming up. But before we get into that, I want to say thanks for tuning in to Season 2. These new mics are for you, Cheryl, so I hope you're listening. Feedback and comments can be sent to mywaxmuseum at gmail.com. And without further ado, I'm your host, Alex Williams, and this is My Wax Museum. Welcome to My Wax Museum, Emma Entz. How are you? I am super Gucci. That's super Gucci. Okay, uh, so I always start with how we know each other. So how do we know each other? Well, I served in the Canada Calgary Mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. Best, mis- best mission in the world. Yeah. And you, Alex, were in, you, you were in my YSA ward, and you actually came to the first lesson I ever taught on the mm-hmm. mission. I came so. to your first dinner ever too. Yeah, that's true. My yeah, you were like the first. You were the first person I met. Yeah. 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 Whoa. We met in a Montana's parking lot. You yeah. were with Noel Dobbins. That was the first time I, I met Noel as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you helped me make a list of Canadian things to tell my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was with it was with Sam Wilshire mm-hmm. and his friend Jacob. Yes. Who I think that's probably that's the only, the only time, time I met ever met Jacob. him. I heard a lot about him, but yeah. Well, he got married pretty quick after his mission, uh, and uh, yeah, now lives in Calgary with his wife. So oh. yeah, and so does Sam. Actually, Sam's married as well. Oh yeah, finally. Finally, yeah, that did. <laughs> they were dating yeah. for a while. Yeah. So, um, why don't you tell me where you're from? I am from a little town in Utah called Fairview. There's like less than 1,500 people there. And I grew up there, never moved until I moved to college and then moved to Canada for my mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's a nice place. So 1,500 people. Even less than. I think there's more like 1,200 actually. Really? So it's really small? Yeah, it's So is small. it like a farming community or is it just like... Um, there's quite a few farmers around. Yeah. And if you're not a farmer, you commute somewhere usually. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there's an elementary school there. Really? But we all go to another town for like high school or middle school okay okay and then where did you go for uh for uh, university for college before your mission i went to snow college in ephraim so it's down in the same community it's kind of in the same area yeah 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 so i wasn't i was only like 20 minutes from home okay well that's easy then but i mean still moving out is nice right yeah it was great yeah (laughs) But I went home to do laundry on the weekends, so that yeah. worked out really well for me. <laughs> so do you like do you consider yourself to be from a small town then? Like in your would you say you're a small town person? Yeah, I'm from a small town for sure. But do you feel like that's your that's your people? I don't know about that. Yeah. I I mean the first city I lived in was Calgary, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big city. It is a really big city. <laughs> and it's I think a little different living in a missionary bubble cuz oh yeah. everybody takes care of you and yeah. like I didn't have to actually work. Yeah. Like a normal job. <laughs> yeah. But I do like being in the city and I wouldn't mind living there for a while. Yeah. But I definitely enjoyed growing up in a small town and all the things that came with it. What like what came with it? Like uh, knowing everybody, 
Yeah. It was just really, really nice. Um, like in high school, I had a lot of opportunities to be involved in everything because mm-hmm. you could. There, yeah. there weren't enough people like... Everybody had yeah, to like I be in band and everyone in, had to be in the clubs. and. Yeah, I was in like as many sports as I wanted to be in. I could join anything. Yeah. And I had classes with all my friends every time because there were usually only like one or two classes. Mm-hmm. So... Well, that's pretty sweet then. And you like that? Because I know, I know a lot of people don't like the thing of everybody knows everybody and is in everybody's business. Was that yeah. like, was that ever a problem? Did it ever feel like that? Um, it wasn't for me, but mm-hmm. I definitely have seen like a lot of like girl drama or whatever happen mm-hmm. in those situations. But for me, my friend group, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved it. That's pretty sweet. And so you guys grew up all together you're always in the same classes and stuff and then you went to another town for junior high and high school yeah so all the people from fairview and a few other small towns around fairview i'll go to fairview elementary school mm-hmm. and then everybody in all of north Sanpete county i'll go to the same middle school and high school okay both in different towns oh really okay so they distribute it Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so what was what was that like? What, was it a long drive to get to the other town? Um, well, they had a bus. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a half hour bus ride. Okay. Okay. I mean, growing up in the city, I had a longer bus ride than that. Yeah. Maybe more like an hour. I don't know. I don't even remember anymore. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not that far. It's two towns over. Yeah. Yeah. And the high school is 10 minutes away from my house. Yeah. So. And so when you when you started school in those places, was it weird to meet new people and suddenly you had all these new people from other towns and stuff in yeah. your classes. It was always really exciting. I think I was honestly more worried about like finding classrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I easily found my friend group that stayed my friend group for yeah. all of middle school and high school. Yeah. So it was really nice. That's pretty sweet. Are you still friends with some of those people now? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. We meet up whenever yeah. we're in the same area. Yeah. Some of them go to snow college with me and we do stuff together. Okay. And how do you find that maintaining those relationships over over such a long period of time like that? What do you mean? Like when you have the friends that you've had from elementary school and then, you know, you go and spend 18 months on a mission and you go to college and you, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of veer onto different paths and stuff. Yeah. How do you find maintaining those relationships with people, with those friends? Um, It's... I guess it a little bit depends on which friend because you mm-hmm. are closer to some than others. But for the most part, I feel like even though we've gone a long time without speaking, like we all are still really good friends. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've found a way to communicate with each of them, like in a different way that just works best for us and our personalities. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't see them that often, most of them. But uh, when we do, it's always really fun. And it's like old times. That's sweet. That's good. So... Do you have any any neat experiences growing up in Fairview? Did I, like being in a small community, was there anything interesting that ever happened? Okay, let me tell you about the pioneer days in Fairview. Okay. It is legit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like the biggest celebration of the year. Fairview like goes all and Fairview's tiny like like I'm pretty sure all the budgeting for Fairview goes to pioneer days. Yeah. Cuz it's like a week long celebration. Yeah, can you explain a little bit of what Pioneer Days are? Because I'm not, I'm not overly familiar. Yeah, so on July 24th, it's 
Pioneer Day for Utah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Just celebrating the heritage of Utah and the pioneers that settled it and stuff. Um, So there's a week-long celebration um, in my town. Mm -hmm. And we don't actually usually get involved in all of the things. But the whole day on the 24th, we're always going. There's a parade. There's a fun run early in the morning that my family always goes and runs in. And there's a demolition derby that night. And there's rodeos all throughout the week. Yeah. That me and my siblings often actually worked at selling stuff. But it's just a big celebration that we always look forward to every year. And Fairview puts us on. Yep. And then do you get do you get like tourists in your town and stuff? Do people come? Yeah, there's people that come. If anybody has any relatives there, a lot of them come for it. And then a lot of people come for the demolition derby from just like anywhere. Hmm. That's sweet. I'd come for the demolition derby. Come. It's so fun. That'd be awesome. I might next year then. I think I'll be done school by yes. July 24th. So is it, and so what What all more do you do? Like what has been your experience with that? Um, just, I mean, we always go to the parade. We always have like a barbecue at my house. It's actually my sister's birthday. So she always thought that she got a parade on her birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, she's not that special, but whatever. <laughs> just kidding. Who had to she's, break the news? She's pretty cool. Um, I think she's probably slowly she's figured slowly that one out. Like, Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, there's fireworks after the derby. Um, there's a thing called Fairview Idol that's often oh, really? pretty interesting to go to. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just like an awkward talent show. Yep, <laughs> it's great. Ha- have a you small ever town. competed? Oh, happens now. <laughs> really? No. No. Because it's a singing competition. I don't sing. You don't sing. No, I don't. Really? Well. I challenge you to next year join it to do it. Was there so okay? So you get all these people singing and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, there are going to be some good people. Yeah. And some bad people. Definitely both. What's the ratio? Um, I would maybe say fifty-fifty. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean it's entertaining. Usually, you know people that are in it, so yeah. everyone likes to go to it. We don't go every year, but we go whenever like someone we know is in it. Yeah. We know well is in it. So is it like a week of celebrations then? Yes. Yeah. There's stuff every night the whole week. Mm-hmm. And then the day of it, there's stuff all day long. And I think the day before, there's a lot of stuff going on too. But we usually... Oh, yeah. That's good. That's sweet. Now I want to go. <laughs> yeah. So, everyone come. What, what, kind of, what kind of effect do you think that had on you as a kid? Like what, what did it teach you or what did you learn from it did you look forward to it every year was that like the holiday the thing yeah I mean Christmas is definitely my favorite holiday but like yeah I think more than anything it taught me how uniting family traditions are yeah and how important they are for family just like for good family life Hmm. because now no matter like where everyone is like we all try to make it to our house for the 24th of July yeah and it's just something we always look forward to. We always plan other games to play and lots of fun stuff. That's sweet. And you said that you also do a family barbecue? Yeah, usually. On that? Cook some food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So what other sort of family traditions do you guys have? Okay, Christmas is the best holiday of the year. Yeah? Yes. So, of course, I mean, most people, I think, have Christmas family traditions. A lot of people, Yeah. Yeah. So we always have, mostly Christmas Eve, of course, Yeah, is a family tradition. Um, we 
always do a mini Olympics. Okay. So everyone like brings a like a mini game like. Yeah. Like how many popcorn pieces can you throw like and catch in your mouth in so much time and you yeah. know, all that stuff. Um, but I think my favorite part is we always do a duct tape contest. And so everybody gets a roll of duct tape mm-hmm. and like an hour and you just have to make something and like we all vote on like the best thing. And so really? there's like always somebody that ends up making like some article of clothing. Yeah. There's always somebody that like makes like a box because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> and then like we have a few in-laws that are engineers now. So they've been really the past few years. Yeah. My brother-in-law once made like a baby swing that actually worked and we were like, what the heck? <laughs> like, really? We can't do that. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's like... That's so cool. I love that idea. Just And you get one roll of duct tape. Yep. And you have to make anything with it. Yep. Is it, who who normally wins? How do you determine who wins? Is it the coolest thing or the most useful thing? We all just vote. It's you just, just whatever you think is the best just, thing. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yep. So it's usually kind of different people. I think we usually have like first and second place. Yeah. Someone gets a prize. Yeah. It's always good that's awesome i think i've only ever won once yeah probably won everyone again what did you make <laughs> what have you made i made a duct tape bikini really <laughs> yeah it was awesome was it that awesome it was really funny yeah and i won everyone voted for me yeah yeah that's awesome did you use the whole roll of duct tape no i don't no. think most of us usually don't so we have like 20 rolls of half used duct tape that we use the rest like, of the year and then really? <laughs> we find new ones later. How much duct tape do you guys go through as a family? <laughs> I mean, just, I don't know. I think we still have leftover from yeah. Christmas. So it's kind of nice. That's awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a good tradition. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what other kind of things do you guys do? For Christmas? Or for anything. For anything? Yeah. Um, We always play chair soccer as a family whenever we get together because we're a soccer family. What's What's chair soccer? Oh, yeah. I forget. People don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's the best game. Um, Usually we just go to a gym. Yeah. And everybody has a chair. It's your chair. And you protect your chair. Yeah. And there's a soccer ball. And if the soccer ball hits your chair, then you're out and you sit on the chair. Okay, okay. And then to get back in, you... I mean, you can play two ways, but usually the person that gets you out, if they get out, you're back in. Okay, okay. So So it's like revenge. everybody out to win. Yep. Revenge. That's awesome. It's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. So um, have you ever won? Yes. Really? Rarely. Yeah. Very rarely. But you've done it. I have done it. Do you just play a bunch of rounds? Yeah. We just play for like maybe two hours and then we're all dead and we go eat food or something. (laughs) That's awesome. So family is pretty big for you then, obviously. You guys have like a lot of fun, a lot of just goofy fun traditions, which I love. I think that's great. And then when you, um, when you, when you do these traditions and stuff, has it ever been like a nuisance to you? Like, oh, I got to do the family tradition thing or has it always been fun? Oh no, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been good, eh? Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. I mean, there were definitely times when I was like a teenager and I was like, Oh, like, I don't want to do family home evening or, like, yeah. I don't want to, like, sit here while we talk about this. Yeah. But, like, the family traditions, we always look forward to. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's so good. So, how many people are in your family and where do you fall? Um, There are eight kids in my family, two parents. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the fifth born, fifth of eight. Okay, okay. 
And then, so you, how, how much older than you is the oldest? Uh, my oldest brother, whose name is also Alex. Ooh, I mean, Alex. yeah. Um, he is, oh, let me think. He's probably, I think, like eight years older than me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nine years. Yeah. Something like that. Was it interesting having older, older siblings? Like, because I don't, I have one older sister, mm-hmm. you know, but we have the same friends and stuff. So I don't know. Was it, was it interesting having somebody who, when you're young and little and in elementary school was already in high school and moving on with their life and stuff? Um, it is my opinion that I have the best place in my family, actually. Yeah? Why is that? <laughs> because I have older siblings, like my sisters taught me how to do my hair and makeup and put in contacts and all the necessary things yeah. to talk to boys and everything yeah. like that um, and really paved the way for me. And I, like, I know my brother, my brothers really paved the way like academically. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers liked me automatically because I was related to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I really also enjoy being an older sister because I get the opportunity to do the same for them mm-hmm. and to teach them things and to take them out for ice cream because they don't have any money and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to feel that love and then pass the love on too. That's pretty sweet. So you have a good relationship with all your siblings? I do, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And how, is, how old is the youngest then? She's 13. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. she's the one you take out for ice cream and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you go home pretty often then because you're still at snow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I usually go home on the weekend, Yeah. do some laundry, hang out with family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. That's cool. So um, then moving moving on, what was it like when you first moved out? Was that hard? Um, yeah, I actually got really homesick for the first semester. Yeah. I really missed my family. I would go home, like just need to go home every weekend. Like I just, oh, I wanted to so bad. Um, but then it was kind of weird. The second semester just kind of switched and I didn't like feel like I needed to that much anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it was a really good blessing because then I went on a mission for 18 months and I wasn't homesick because I, I think I like kind of had experienced it already and I was okay with not being with my family every second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of understood that. And you probably had siblings who went on missions before you. Yeah, I did. Too, so you were kind of used to that premise yeah. Right. That yeah. you're going to be away for 18 months and then you come home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what was, uh, so you were, you were pretty homesick your first semester and then your second semester was kind of more chill. Yeah. And then going on your mission, what was that like? Cause you went further yeah. and you couldn't call home and you could, you know, Yeah. so what was that like? Um, it was actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which sounds sad. I mean, I obviously love my family and I love being with them and everything, but it was really cool to just have myself in a greater purpose than my selfishness of wanting to spend time with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it was important that I didn't have contact with my family the way I usually do because the people I began to serve in Carbon Park Mm -hmm. became my real family there. And it made me love them more than I think I would have if I was able to call my mom every night. Yeah. <laughs> and it just helped me have a better experience when I was there. Yeah, that's interesting. It allowed you to focus on the people there. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know for a fact, because I was one of them, I know the people there really appreciated that. People there still talk about you. I and love still <laughs> always, always talk about Emma Ents, especially Mama Pat's. 
Oh, I love Mama Pat's. I Mama need Pat's to, I want to visit her so bad. Yeah. Yeah, everyone everyone loved you there and I think they appreciated that a lot. So, I mean, I know I'm pretty familiar with the first 6 months of your mission because <laughs> I was I saw you probably 3 times a week during yeah. that time. Um, but where did you go after that? After being in Carburn and like first coming to love these people in this new area in this new country, where did you go? Um, I was then transferred to a super small town called Cardston. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was actually really weird because yeah. it's like exactly like Fairview. Oh, really? <laughs> like, well, it's actually like Mount Pleasant, which is like the bigger town where okay. like where the high school is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's super condensed, full of LDS people. Yeah. And so it just it felt like I was serving at home. Yeah. So it was really weird. That's interesting. Yeah. Dude, were you kind of surprised when you got there and saw that? Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was another place like Fairview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what was it like getting to know those people then? Because they probably reminded you a lot of the people that you knew from home. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. I I felt like I was able to relate pretty well to them. And it definitely made adjusting to the area a little bit easier than it yeah. would have been otherwise. It was already really, like it was already kind of a hard adjustment just because I went from a little YSA ward in the summertime yeah. where there were not many people there to um, being in charge of five wards mm. and a branch. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really, really stressful at first to like, yeah. figure out how to organize all of that and um, spread yourself a little more thin mm. to help all the people like us. Yeah, that'd definitely be a different situation. You <laughs> yeah. have a totally different demographic yeah, it was and a really lot different. more people yes. that you're talking to. Did you find it was hard to connect with those people because there were so many more of them? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I don't know all the members in those wards. Like I, yeah. I didn't meet them all. Or like we would have dinner with a family and would maybe never see them again. And so it was really hard for me to remember names mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But so, well, it's actually kind of nice because the people that I grew closest to in that area were the people that we were teaching because they were the only ones we saw mm-hmm. frequently enough to get to know. Yeah. So I'm really well connected with those people still. That's awesome. That's good. That's good. Uh, so then after Carson, you spent another six months there, right? Yes, I did. And then where did you go? Then I went to... Uh, Small city? I don't know. Lethbridge. Lethbridge, yeah. Small city. Small city. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. city, though. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was different from. It's Princeton. got a, about 100,000 people. Oh, well, yeah. 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 So, that was really cool. Yeah. To have another, like, a new experience again. Mm-hmm. We shared a car in that area. So, I learned how to bike in a skirt. That was cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I've got never, I've, I've never figured that out myself. Yeah. I well, might try sometime. Definitely. Flashed a few people on accident, falling off the bike or just wind. Or just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we figured it out. Yeah, that's good. And then, uh, uh, so how long were you there for? I was there for four and a half months. And was, what was the, the situation like with those wards? Were you with so many people or were a little less? So I, so, okay. It was a little more complicated than Lethbridge. I started out with being over two wards. Mm -hmm. And then there was a huge demographic change in all of the ward boundaries there. And so for a while, we were like chickens running around with our heads cut off. All the missionaries didn't know what wards we covered because they hadn't figured out 
the like what what we were going to do to organize ourselves there yeah but we ended up being over three wards after that happened okay and so i there was i still actually get confused about who is in what wards because it just blurs it's just together. like yeah it kind of blurred together yeah but it turned out to be really good i got to know a lot more people that way yeah and yeah yeah so you must have met just a ton of people eh yeah i did that's crazy i mean yeah one ward you started real lucky just I did. just one and However, real small i know it was like a branch yeah yeah it's a lot bigger now oh good yeah good um that's what we were trying to do yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a lot bigger um but then and then you had five wards in a branch and then you had three wards so you met like new people every day yep usually was it were you before your mission were you into meeting new people every day no. And did you get into it or was it just kind of still a chore oh, kind of thing? I got into it. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, I see a big difference before my mission. I would like have go out and like be social. I need like a day to like recoup in my room mm-hmm. and like not talk to anybody to like yeah. recover from it almost. Um, and I'm not that way anymore. Like, Really? No, I love being social. I love meeting new people and yeah. doing new things. And it's been really good for me. That way I've had a lot more experience and I've been able to grow a lot more because of it. So yeah. I'm glad that. That's cool. Because so before your mission, you would have considered yourself an introvert. Is that right? Maybe. I don't know. Or just kind of, you know. I mean, I don't think I'd classify it as an introvert because I love to like be with my friends. Yeah. But I just also really, really liked alone time. Yeah. And now I don't really need as much alone time or want as much alone time. Really? Yeah. So what what would you say you want then? Just I really like to be around somebody yeah. all the time now. And maybe that came with always having a companion yeah. with me yeah. <laughs> on my mission. Well, I know we've talked about it before that you enjoyed your companions. I did. I you, had great companions. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've met all of them. Probably. And they're all pretty great Yeah. in my books. I was so, so lucky. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you know what you know what they say if you loved all your companions i was the trouble one. you were the trouble you know, one. probably i was <laughs> i don't think you were i think they all loved you um but yeah that, that's what they say but i i don't think it's true in your case um so then so after that four and a half months though you went and did just like six weeks then it was it was more like two months I did. Two months? Yeah, it was about two months. Maybe a little more than two months, actually. Yeah. In Back in Calgary. Yeah. In a different area, though. Yeah. Were you happy to go back to Calgary? I was way excited. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I missed Calgary. I hadn't been back. Well, yeah. I'd, like, actually gone back for some meetings, but yeah. I hadn't been able to, like, stay in Calgary for, like, a year. So you looked forward to it? I really did. What's your perspective as an outsider? Because most of the people that I've had on my podcast are from Calgary. And so, and I always ask them what it was like growing up there and what they thought about it. And most people say, I like it here, right? They, they say, yeah. oh, I love my home, right? What, as an outsider, as somebody who came from somewhere else, and I mean, you had a different experience there. You were there as a missionary. Yeah. What do you think of it? I love Calgary in the fall. Yeah. It is gorgeous. Yeah. All the trees are so beautiful. But then, like, right after that, it is ugly. <laughs> it is so ugly. It like gets all like muddy everywhere. There's like yeah. black everywhere. Super ugly after that. Yeah. Especially because the snow doesn't stay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not like it's just white. Yeah. It exactly. gets brown. It's like gross. It's way gross after that. 
but the fall is gorgeous. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I remember like I took a video of it. Yeah. And then I got a new companion who'd never like it, like I was her first companion. Really. And by the time she came, it kind of changed, and it was like kind of pretty, but like it was getting really gross. Had Camry, because Camry's from Arizona. Yeah. Had she never seen snow before, or? I think she'd seen it, but she hadn't really been around it much. Yeah. I taught her how to shovel snow. She'd yeah. Never done it. I mean, yeah. it's not that hard to teach. You just shovel snow, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's really not that hard. I actually had someone ask me once from Colombia. I was helping <laughs> teach him English, and we're skyping in the winter, and we look outside, and it's snowing, and he says, "What do you do with all that?" Cute. <laughs> I said, you just shovel it off the sidewalk and pile it up somewhere. Yeah, like walk along. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. That's cool. So what what's the what's the weather like in Fairview compared to Calgary? Um, I mean, it's pretty similar weather patterns. I would say, mm-hmm. just a little more mild, I guess. Yeah, it yeah. Probably it's a little hotter. Yeah. Not quite as cold. Yeah. But same seasons. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a huge shock to you. No, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I definitely didn't used to knock on doors in negative 38, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned to cope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How was, how was that part of your mission, the knocking on doors and encountering strangers. complete strangers, <laughs> people who maybe didn't want you there? Um, I often enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I also, there were definitely times when I did not enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. But... There were lots of funny stories that came from it, for sure. Do you have any? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, there's always the weirdos that answer their door in the underwear. Yeah. I don't know why you would ever do that. Yeah, <laughs> but, not my thing. But. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites was just when somebody opened the door once, and they were just like, they like stared at us for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then they just looked at us, and, and he was like, what are you? <laughs> really? Lost it. I was laughing so hard because... It's just a weird question to ask somebody. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of times people don't think missionaries are people, but... Yeah. What did you tell him? I told him we were missionaries from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. And what was his... Or I think maybe... I don't know. I actually don't remember what I said. Yeah. But it's very possible that me or my companion said something like, we're people. We're people. <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. I probably told him we were missionaries. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, did he like that? Or... I think he was uninterested. Well, I'm positive, actually. He was uninterested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he slammed the door, so yeah. bonus. <laughs> yeah. How did, it, how did it feel when people would do that, when they would slam the door, though? Usually it, um, you just kind of develop a thicker skin because mm-hmm. people don't really understand why you're there if they're doing that. Because mm-hmm. um, often we were looking for service opportunities mm-hmm. or we were just looking for opportunities to help people with something that they wanted. And so... If they didn't understand that, then I don't have hard feelings for that. Yeah. So if people slam the door in my face, like, they don't know me or know why I'm here, so I didn't take yeah. it personally. And did you have to learn that out there? Um, it kind of came naturally for me, but it definitely developed greater over time, and I understood it better Yeah. over time. That's sweet. That's good. Um, and how would you say you grew over that 18 months? Oh, what what's the biggest change exponentially in every way yeah <laughs> yeah i mean religiously speaking um my testimony and just feelings for jesus christ and for other people around me grew a ton mm-hmm. and 
I think that has outwardly changed every aspect of my life in a sense that I enjoy life a lot more now. I know that I feel better when I serve people. And so Mm -hmm. now that I'm back at college, I seek and find a lot more opportunities to serve people and to help others. And I think that's one of the biggest changes I've seen. Yeah. Were you, would you say you were a service oriented person before your mission? Yes, but not as much as I am now. Like I always liked service opportunities and Mm -hmm. I would like make time for it just because of the way I was raised. Yeah. But I definitely seek them out more now than I used to. More of like a, I create them now instead of just doing it just, if it's there. Yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. for it. That's great. So now now that you're back in school and and getting on with your life, what what are you doing in school? I am going to go into nursing. And I'm super excited about it. I love the medical field. Yeah. I love learning about the body. It's super cool to me. So yeah. I'm way excited about it. That's sweet. And so did were you doing that before your mission? Or is that just something you decided after? I was doing it before my mission. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. So, and that's at Snow? Um, yeah, I'm actually graduating from Snow this semester. Yeah. Um, I was planning on doing the nursing program there, but I decided against that and kind of got out of the nursing program and I'm wanting to just do it at a different school instead. Okay, so, so you're still doing nursing. Yes. And so so what you've done at Snow, you've done two years, yes. right? And what have you accomplished there? Like, what do you leave with when you've graduated from Snow? Um, I'll leave with my associates in science. Okay, so. and that's a prereq for nursing? Yeah, I'll have, I have all the like prerequisites that I need to get into nursing programs finished. Well, most of them in Utah. Yeah. Some of them I don't have yet. But okay, it's because Snow College is a small school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I have all my general studies done. Okay. As well, so. And so, what school do you want to go to? I don't know yet. <laughs> you don't know. I'm applying for programs right now. Yeah. But we'll see where it takes me. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you, so you love learning about the body, and you love the medical field. What, what else has drawn you to that? Why, why choose nursing specifically? Because there are a lot of things that you can do with those those sort of ideas right working in the medical field working with people you know totally I it just seemed to fit best for the kind of lifestyle I want to live in the future Mm -hmm. I would really like to be a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. and so I don't want to be a brain surgeon because of that yeah (laughs) um and there's a lot of different areas in nursing that I could choose from yeah, and find something specific that I liked in it. And so I've just felt really good about going to nursing. That's sweet. That's good. And so different areas in nursing. I'm not overly familiar with the different options. <laughs> um, I mean, just every kind of medical option there is. There's yeah. also a nurse that goes with a it usually nurse, like yeah i could be a surgical nurse i could be an er nurse i could yeah. be in labor and delivery i could um go help old people just yeah. whatever whatever i'm interested in there's options and do you have an idea of what um, you want to do i don't know for sure yet because i don't have a lot of experience but i do know that i'm more interested in emergency aspect than otherwise i want to work in a hospital for sure hmm that's cool. And so then when do you when do you decide is it like engineering where you do like a 
couple of years or and then figure out where you want to specialize what you want to go into specifically um it depends on what i mean it depends on what you want to do yeah. if you have an in you can start working there yeah immediately after you get your degree or you can work your way up and change as you go just i think it's different for everybody yeah yeah so then uh then moving forward into the future you want to be you want to be a nurse stay-at-home mom and what do you have any like big dream that you want to do i mean besides i mean family really i think is my biggest dream Mm -hmm. that's what shaped who i am the most and what i've enjoyed the most in my life um but I think, yeah, I think that really, that's like just family. Thing. I mean, yeah, I think honestly creating traditions with my own family. Yeah. And like just finding that sphere of happiness in my own. Yeah. Will be the most fulfilling thing I can think of. Yeah. So you think um, with with your family traditions that you grew up with, did those come from your parents? Like they already... We're doing those with their family and then they brought it in or is it like a new thing that they started together kind of thing do you know uh some of both yeah there's definitely ones that we have that nobody in my family did <laughs> yeah um or nobody like before my family did i mean yeah like i'm pretty sure we made up the duct tape thing <laughs> yeah so um but i mean some other christmas ones I think my dad's side of the family used to do mini Olympics sometimes on Christmas yeah. Eve. And so it's just a mixture. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And so with you, do you have any traditions you started on your own that you do? What do you like, like that? That just you do that. You're you're like, oh, this is a tradition for Emma now. And that, you know, that you'll bring into your family and your kids and your husband someday to to do this tradition with you. Okay, yeah, I'm sure I do. Let me think. I always make a countdown to Christmas chain very early in the year. Yeah. And what, so a Christmas chain? Yeah, everyone knows what this is. You make a chain. Okay. And how many chains on there are, how many days till Christmas, so you know. Okay. In my apartment. You already made one? Well, yeah. Starting now? Like it's already started? Yeah. How long is the countdown? However many days there are till Christmas. I think it's like 160 something now. Really? You're, <laughs> you're already counting down to Christmas? Yeah, I love Christmas. I told you. Okay. One okay. time when I was in Cardston in yeah. February, I started crying because a Christmas song came on on the radio. And I was so sad. Or not the radio, like our... Your thing? Yeah, your, our like USB where we yeah. had music. A Christmas song came on. I started crying because Christmas was so far away. <laughs> Is that, that's like your favorite time of year period? Yes. Really? Yes. And so, okay, so. <laughs> the countdown to Christmas so, Day will always be a thing in my life. Yeah. You should start it on Boxing Day next year. You're right. I mean, why not count all the way down? Why not go further? Okay. But, okay, the thing is, I waited this year 
I actually waited until the summer was over to make it because last year it hurt so bad to see how long it was until Christmas that it was painful. So I tried to put it off as long as I possibly could this year so that it wouldn't be as long to wait. I think you should do a two-year Christmas countdown. No. Yeah. So <laughs> then I'm bypassing a Christmas. Yeah, exactly. No, you're not bypassing that Christmas. You have another two-year Christmas countdown going for that one. You're insane. So this way, this way. <laughs> You know, you see, oh, the chain is so long. But you know, halfway through that chain, there's another Christmas. You know, I think you're on something, Alex. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Have a two-year Christmas countdown. You can tell people, oh, I can't wait for Christmas. Oh, Emma, it's 365 days away. What are you talking about? It's, what is that, 730 days away. Okay, my roommates probably already thought I was insane for doing this. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to think I'm double crazy. Hey, I mean... Nothing wrong with that, right? True. May as well speak your truth, right? Live your truth, man. Live your truth. <laughs> do your thing. Be yourself. Yes. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah, do it. Do it. Even three year. I mean, you know, and then that way you get a like two surprises. Yeah. But, I actually have on this chain. I have so I have a calendar that does a holiday a day. Mm-hmm. And so I put like to make the more the chain like more interesting throughout it. Huh. I like put holidays on like on the chains, other holidays. So all yeah. the, like all the main holidays, of course, like, you know, like Easter, Labor Day. Whatever. And Canada Day. And Canada Day. I sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm celebrating that one. And Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, Two Thanksgivings. <laughs> yeah, man. Why not? <laughs> um, but then there's also some like just really dumb ones like eat something covered in chocolate day or be late for something day or like all these just fun ones just to. Make life more interesting. That's awesome. Do you think you do you think you need to make life more interesting? Um, I don't think I would have to, but why not? If yeah, the options there. Because I had the realization this week that life is kind of boring, like normal life. You know, yeah. you go about your day and you do your thing, but I guess it doesn't have to be that way. Not if there's something covered in chocolate day or something. So do you do you actually <laughs> celebrate it? Usually, sometimes we don't like be late for something day. We all just kind of were like, oh, I was late to wake up or I went to bed late. Good job, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you but do like, something because in school, yeah, you want to be on time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but like there's other days, like there was Waffle Day, National mm-hmm. Waffle Day. So we had a waffle party at our apartment. Nice. And like Blueberry Popsicle Day, like we tried to like plan to like buy blueberry popsicles i'll eat that day yeah that kind of thing there's lots of food food is easy yeah yeah what's what's the most ridiculous holiday you've ever celebrated oh like actually celebrated yeah like (laughs) you've you've done something for oh um honestly valentine's no just kidding i mean (laughs) at least you didn't say mother's day oh that'd be sad i love my mom she's an angel um most ridiculous holiday, Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's not. Kidding. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I don't know. I can't think of one. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Well, I mean, I guess blueberry popsicle. Kind of ridiculous. I that feel is like kind there of is one that I was like, "What are we doing?" Some weird, probably like some weird, like town does some weird, like I don't know. Where? You... Oh, Glenwood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They have like cheese days, so that's pretty cool. I didn't cheese get to days. celebrate it though. Is it like a week? I think I don't even know. I wasn't do you, there. Do you know? I just heard about it. They have it like a cheese factory. It's like a tiny town, tinier mm-hmm. than Fairview. 
But they have this old cheese factory, which is now a powdered milk factory, but it's a small town, so everybody still calls it the cheese factory, even though yeah. it's not a cheese factory. They don't even make cheese there. Nope. <laughs> they make powdered milk. But multiple times, people would tell us during dinner appointments there how the cheese was made. It was very interesting, and I still don't understand it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just a small town where everybody knows about cheese. Yep, it was great. It's a funny place. And they be. have a cheese factory that doesn't make cheese. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. So so you're going to do all these family traditions. You're going to make duct tape things with your kids. Oh, yeah. And you're gonna you're you're going to um, do the the what did you call it the uh, the oh the family Olympics yeah mini Olympics do the mini Olympics we did some mini Olympics growing up actually nice. that that was something nice. we did um, and then and then you're going to also celebrate a new holiday every day is that something you would instill in your kids I mean. A holiday every day is kind of hard, but <laughs> I think fun holidays are fun. Yeah. Like random holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yes, I would do that. Random little things to celebrate. Yes. Give your kids a good reason to go to school smiling. Yeah, I would yeah. do that. Yeah, I think that's excellent. That's great. So then um, when to kind of go back more to the, the family stuff, uh, when you were growing up, was there... Um, any anything you remember your parents teaching you that you really appreciate? Um, besides what like we've already talked about, mm-hmm. I think a really good lesson that I learned from my parents is self reliance mm-hmm. and how to work hard so that yeah. I can get what I need. Yeah, they told us early on that they wouldn't pay for us to have a cell phone. Yeah, that if we wanted one, we had to get a job and like pay for it ourselves yeah and they told us that uh, they wouldn't be paying for our college so we needed to save up money in our bank accounts to go to college and um, the boys in our family were expected to pay for their own missions that Mm -hmm. they went on and so it just taught me the importance of working hard so that you can save money Mm -hmm. and so I don't have to rely on anyone else to get through school right now yeah which is really nice. Yeah. I haven't taken any student loans yet. Keep your fingers crossed. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, I will probably, I will for sure eventually have to, but yeah, it's going well so far. Well, and I mean, it's not a bad thing to take out loans for school. No, it's not. Right. It's just nice that I haven't had to yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, so you've become really self-reliant then and, uh, and quite capable in your own right and doing your own thing and, yeah, well, I'm definitely poor, but I, it's my poorness that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm responsible for it. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's but awesome. My parents are great. If I'm ever with them, they'll like pay for my food or whatever. Yeah. So that's nice of them. <laughs> and then the day comes when they don't and you're like, oh, right. Self-reliance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For now, I'll relish in the fact that they'll pay for my food if I'm around them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We all need people to take us out for lunch. I agree. Right? I, agree. I think that's what we can take from this. Yes. You know, all that talk about family, <laughs> all that stuff, you know, get people around you who will take you for lunch. Yep. Those are the real friends. Because free food is good food. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, any uh, any last thoughts here as we wrap up? Oh, 
No. No? Life is good, man. Life is good. Life is good. God is good. It's true. <laughs> so, okay. Thanks. Thanks for being on my show, Emma. I think you're awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm so this. glad that you were the first guest of season two. <laughs> I put in air quotes because, I mean, it's just the week after season one ended. Um, season two. Season two. Look at this. New microphones, everything. This is for Cheryl. This is for Cheryl. Cheryl is my friend's mom. Who Cheryl? She listened to my podcast and hated it because my mics weren't as good. But now they're better. So this is for Cheryl. I hope you like it, Cheryl. Awesome. Okay, thanks, Emma. You're awesome. (laughs) Thanks again to Emma for joining me, and thank you for listening. Although making this podcast really is its own reward, I love sharing it and seeing that other people are enjoying these conversations as well. Remember that feedback can be sent to mywaxmuseum at gmail.com and enjoy the rest of whatever it is you're doing.